0: Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. All right, guys, welcome to an episode of The Buff Show. Today, me and Alex are going to hash out a market update for you guys. So... This market updates for September and we're gonna be reviewing August numbers. We'll publish this in September. Real estate numbers lag, obviously. So we can, I mean, this is the most recent stuff we have. A few things to note, interest rates, like seven, just over 7% right now. 7.23,
1: if you're gonna, if it's your primary.
0: Nice, yeah. So yeah, and I actually, I've been looking at picking up another investment property And I was getting quoted like investment loans. And so investment loans vary a little bit depending on if it's single family or like multifamily. Multifamily normally is a little bit higher, but when I was quoting it, they were about the same. Oh, really? Yeah. But, and now I blanked what it was, but it was eight something.
1: Yeah. Should be over eight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but there wasn't a difference between doing investment or just like single family. So primary, you're a little bit cheaper. It's tough right now. It's interest rates are uh, a drag. huh? Yeah. So yeah, we've seen that with new listings too. Yeah, for sure. So let's jump into this. We're just comparing monthly indicators. Why don't you take it off with the first one?
1: Sounds good. New listings. So we're down 19% from 2021 and down 12% from 2022. So they're Last year, same, you know, August, we had almost 5,900 new listings. We're about 800
0: under that now. So 5,100. So a lot less, I mean, 12% new, 12% less new listings coming on the market in the month of August comparing, and then 19% comparing back two years ago. Yeah, And that's just comparing August. It's crazy. But like, I think there's just people not wanting to move interest rates. Obviously people don't have good alternatives. I think they're They're stuck. They're married to their rate right now, and the idea of leaving that is hard for people to swallow. Well, it's hard, and and they probably don't think they can get out of their house. You know
1: what they could in two years when maybe rates come down a little bit, but right, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's a good point. So pending sales, I mean, these first three are just a drag. (laughs) So pending sales in twenty twenty two, there was thirty nine hundred. 3,963 homes pending in August. In 2023, we're down to 3,200. So a negative 19.2% decrease in pending sales. Again, I, I just think it's harder for buyers to qualify right now. I have a number of listings and they're just, it's slow yeah. on the listing side.
1: Well, it's down from 2021, 40, 45%. That's a lot. Yeah. Almost half. Yeah. Well let's talk about closed sales. Tell us uh, about that. Closed were down thirteen percent from last year, down from forty, forty two hundred um closed in the month of August to about thirty, thirty-six hundred. So about six hundred less homes closed in one month, even though more are built, you know. Right. So that that shows you something
0: for sure. And then obviously from a couple of years ago, we're down another thirty-three percent. Yeah, it's bizarre. So we're down 13% from last year. I mean, back in 2021, we had 5,200 homes sell, and then we lost a thousand forty one hundred homes sell in 2022, and then we're down to 3,600. So it's like pretty significant drops. Well, it's year. weird because it's still, it's still kind of a,
1: it's weird because it's kind of still a seller's market. Too, yeah, I would agree. Because with that. I have, I have a ton of buyers. Right. But like, there's just not a ton out there. And, you know, and some people still want to get out of it what they want to get out of it. But I wouldn't say it's just a buyer's market. I would say it's sellers too. Yeah.
0: I I wouldn't say it's a buyer's market yet either. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit when we get into like month's supply of inventory and stuff. But days on market until sell. So this is the average number of days between when a property is listed and when an offer is accepted in a given month. So basically your time on the market between your list and your under contract. So 2021, we were 20 days, 2022, 34 days. And this is in August, 2023, 49 days. And that is up 44% from last year. So, I mean, we're up almost fifty percent from the previous the year. previous years and then, if you look at year to date twenty twenty one it was twenty four days twenty twenty two twenty five days and twenty twenty three year to date fifty five days yeah so more than more than double of the property
1: sitting on the market
0: but yeah, it just if if you're going to sell right now it, it's gonna take a minute, and we say this every podcast, but if you look back into two thousand eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, like properties were sitting on the market a hundred to 125 days on average, every property. Like that's crazy. So we're still far like cry. Yeah, I feel like people need to know that like, this
1: is like back to normal numbers. Right. Like, houses being on the market from
0: on there till closing is three weeks is not normal. Right. So
1: right now it's kind of the normal.
0: I mean, I'd say we're still even a little bit under what's normal. Like looking at the state of Utah, if you were to draw a line, I mean, there was a good stretch. Homes were on the market for a lot longer. Yeah, normal
1: average is kind of looking at like 65 to 75 days. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you got median sales price?
1: Yeah. So we're still, uh, yeah, what's interesting is from a year ago, we're only down 1.8% all of last August to this August. So home prices are staying pretty steady and we're actually still up by, you know, at least almost 8 to 9% from 2021. Like we're still, things are still selling higher than they were during the craziness.
0: Yeah, yeah, because 2021 in August, you were 455 2022, it jumped up to 500, and we're only down to 491. And that's just comparing the month of August. If you look at the year to date, it was 430 in 2021, 517 in 2022, and we're down to 483. So we're still not below 2021 prices. Not even close. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So we're just down 1.8%. And then we obviously will compare the average days on market, which this one surprised me. So average days on market, 2021, 560. 2022, 604. 2023, 642. We're actually up 6%. It's a little bit of a roller coaster, but we're still down. (laughs) Like we are down from like probably the peak, I would say. Yeah, so I mean, we'd have to go back slightly over a year to where we were higher. There was a month where we did have a spike where we were slightly higher but we are, we are at a 12 month high, which is crazy. I, I feel like, I mean, I don't feel like prices have gone up that much just from what I've seen. Like, I don't, I feel like things have still been coming down, but again, this is for the whole state of Utah. It's not taking in specific markets or areas. Like if I were to talk about say Ogden Valley or Morgan County or Weber County, I still feel like there'd be a little bit more struggle there, but For the state of Utah, we're actually doing pretty, pretty dang good. Yeah, so people are getting pretty,
1: pretty, still pretty close to where they're what they're asking, what they're asking for. So it's literally the same as a year ago when rates were, you know, five and a half percent instead of seven and a half percent, right? And people are still getting ninety six point eight percent of. I mean, 96.8% last year and 96.8% this year. Like they're, they're still getting almost
0: all of what they're asking for. Right. Not quite all, but I mean... Almost. Almost. And then if you look back in 2021, they were over like 101.6%, which is crazy. Yeah. So it's changed from that perspective. Yeah, it is. it is interesting. So we're back... Because it wasn't that like looking back into January, we were ninety three percent so you were you were able to bargain a lot more on houses. that's slowly becoming there's less bargaining power that buyers are having as time goes on, and I think people would be a little bit shocked to see that well, if you look
1: in the last twenty years, the average is kind of pretty much getting ninety five ninety six percent of your sales price, right, so it's not. It's it's honestly a little
0: above average. Right. Yeah. I wish we could go back to two, well, depending on who you're working with, but as a buyer investor right now, I'd love to be paying the 88% that people were getting in 2009 when they bought a house. Yes. Not even close. <laughs> okay. Housing affordability index. So this is just a metric that uh, measures the housing affordability. It, it gauges median household income, the median price home, and prevailing interest rates. So the higher the number means the greater the affordability. And we are at, I mean, basically all time lows. August of 2023, we were, were 67. In 2022, we were 78. In 2021, we were 107. So we've con- like each, each year just dropping, dropping, dropping. Like if you look back in like 2012, we were like 190. And so we're like, it's pretty unaffordable to buy a house right now. I, I think people feel that when they're getting priced. Like I'm, again, I said I was buying a rental and like running numbers, I'm like, nothing works, this sucks. But there's a way to make, there's definitely ways to make it work. You just have to get creative.
1: Yeah, if we can throw this up on there. Yeah, we will. It is the least affordable that it's been for the last 20 years. Yeah. Like the most affordable being in 2012, just wages and everything too, but it is the least affordable right now than ever.
0: Right. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough time. Uh, you just have to get creative. That's where I like house hacking. I like just figuring out ways to... Substitute some income to still make this work because you have a
1: lot of lenders doing zero down loans, only a thousand bucks down. Mm-hmm. A lot of not even for not even just for first time home buyers, but there's a lot of first time home buyer stuff too.
0: But. Yeah, tons of first time home buyer stuff. There's also a lot of grants, like the government has some grants, like there's a Twenty thousand dollar new construction grant down for for first time home buyers. Um, there's some good stuff out there. Like <laughs> Owen and Ogden has some programs, but you have to qualify. If you have, if you make too much, you can't utilize those.
1: Yeah, but if not, like you can still like construction companies, lenders, and sellers are all paying for you know cheaper rates, two for one
0: buy downs. Yeah, three two one. You know right. whatever. Yeah, Nielsen Homes they came out, and I've seen a few other can contractors come out with something similar where they're like, Hey, like we'll basically buy down the rate. So you're at like a 5%, which is cool. I mean, it's making payments more affordable, but they're paying a lot to buy that, buy that rate down, you know? So um, I've seen that. Come out too. So people are getting creative with it for sure to make, to help with this uh, affordability problem that we have.
1: Um, Inventory of homes for sale says the number of properties available for sale in active status at the end of every given month. So 2022, I mean, we're down 16% on there.
0: Overall, we're a little below average. Um, Yeah. So quite a bit. I mean, it's crazy because I remember in like 2020 to 2022, we were. I mean, just record lows of inventory on the market. It's getting better, but it was actually better last August. We had 3,000 more homes roughly, but there's there's way more inventory than there was. 21. Than 21, yeah. 21 was just brutal. Like you had no time to think about something. Like if you saw it, you're like, am I marrying it or not? You know, that, that stuff. Okay. And lastly, we have the must month supply of inventory. This is the inventory of homes for sale at the end of a given month divided by the average monthly pending sales from the last 12 months. So right now we're at a 3.5 month supply of inventory. I've heard a few people, like there's there's different philosophies on this, um, but I've heard people say anything less than six months supply is considered a seller's market, anything more than six months supply is considered a buyer's market. I would kind of agree with that. Just looking back, like I would say from 2020 or 2007, we had above six months supply all the way to 2013. We were all above like that six months supply of inventory. And then from 2013 and on, we've been well under that. We're still under four, right? Right. Yeah, so I mean, homes are still mo- moving. Like, if we were not to get any new inventory, we'd run out within three and a half months. And our inventory levels aren't helping us. Like, we we're getting less new listings, less contracts. So, it's uh it's an interesting time. I don't know if this number is going to go up or down. I mean, we'll we'll have to see because less new listings. You're like, okay, that should. Probably pull this number down slightly. I mean, rates then, go down one or two percent, and that's going to, sh- you know, for sure, everything's going to start
1: going. Yeah, if, but, rate, if
0: rates change even slightly, I think we'll see a a wildfire. People being like, "Hey, things are affordable," and they'll be affordable for about a week, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll change. Yeah, so, things will all go up. Well, that's, that's all we have as far as the numbers side of things go. It's interesting. I was running through KSL just like looking at different uh, topics we could talk about on here and on KSL, like their, their housing news stories, they had like, it's a boom, it's a bust, it's a boom. It's like every other article was like contradic- yeah. yeah, contradicting itself. And I feel like that's where we're at. And nobody really knows like what exactly is going to happen. I think my favorite like, thing to do in this situation is you have to look at it just subjectively, like, does it make sense for me right now and figure out a way to work? There's never a great time to buy a house, right? There's, it's there's, hard to time the market. You're, right, you, you can't time the market, you never know, but you can find the right deals that work for you. And if you can find that, then that's when I think you know when to jump in and when, when not to like life's too short to just sit around and wait. If your family needs something and you need to upgrade or do something like figure, figure out a way to make it work get the right team in place, the right lenders, agents, title companies and home inspectors and and go to work and find it. Cause you and I both invest you've, you've been doing a lot recently and I know a ton of investors that are like, Hey, there's no deals out there. Like it's, it's a lost cause or it's too hard. And then Alex over here is like every month buying a new property. Yeah, there's some good something. deals.
1: There's some good so, deals out there.
0: You just have to. Uh, and I, I think where you're like, because you're younger and newer. And so you haven't seen like what it was like before where it was probably easier. Yeah. And so you I feel don't... like my mind would be fixed if
1: I saw like my best deal ever was three years ago, was my first one. Right. And it just kind of got lucky. But like, if I feel like if I saw those numbers consistently, you know, 150 grand for a house or whatever for 10 years straight, like, I think my mind, like, I don't blame anybody because I feel like my mind would be pretty fixed. Right. Like, yeah, everything should come back down to that. It's just right.
0: It doesn't come down though. It just won't. Like, I mean, it might come down for a minute, but the market, the economy is just kind of like a growing tree. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, even that
1: was a year ago, two years ago. Utah passed uh, House Bill 82 saying, hey, like, everyone, like, whatever your HOA say, like, you legally can, like, rent out your basement and have, like, an ADU, like, every household. Yeah. Because there's just, it's just so unaffordable. And, like, there's so much demand. There's just not enough supply. And if supply is to be built, it's just really expensive. Right. So, I don't think it's ever going to come down,
0: like, right. like, for a long period of time. I think... I think we'll see it. I mean, it's going to bounce a little bit teeter-totter, but if your vision is five to 10 years, like you're going to always be fine within that time frame. If you're like, hey, I, I'm going to buy this house. I'm going to live in it for a year. And then I have to sell it next year and make money. I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's the case, but yeah. but if, you, if you're able to weather some of the storms, you'll for sure be, you'll be solid. So did they pass that bill or did that, because- I think it got overturned because there's still like up in Ogden Valley, there's HOAs that don't allow any nightly rentals. No, not li- not nightly rentals. Oh, just like like renting out your basement it's or something. An- yeah. Like, gotcha. HOAs, like they can't stop you. They can't tell you. From now. like a mother-in-law apartment yeah. or something. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, this has been informative. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. And if you have any questions or if there's anything we can do to help you out, hit us up. So yeah. until next time. I'm sorry.